Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting edge information as they plan their three to 10 year business succession and exit. Every week we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well planned. And don't miss our one minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hello. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us uh, once again. Uh, we are here to talk to you about your business and get some great tips, ideas, and precautions from top advisors. My guest today is Pat Ennis, and Pat is the founder and president of Ennis Legacy Partners. Ennis is located in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and we're going to talk today about um, you know the when you think about exit planning, a lot of people think, well, why should I start planning? Well, today's title of the topic today is, There is Much at Stake. So, Pat, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Bill, and thanks for having me on the program. I really appreciate it. It's great to be with you. I love the work that you do here on the show. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, it's because of, of uh, brilliant people like you that do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> and, and I'm so happy that you can, you can join us today and share some of your experiences. I know you're a business consulting firm, and you emphasize exit planning, where you help business owners build transferable value and exit on their own terms and conditions. But, Pat, tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Tell us about your background and how you got into this line of work. Yeah, so I think you mentioned um, we're in Gaithersburg, Maryland, Bill, which is in Montgomery County, Maryland, one of the richest counties in the country, Uh, and that's a suburb just north of D.C. My um, professional background is mostly financial services, 20 years plus experience in that industry. For many of those years, I was an advisor, a certified financial planner, until around 1994 when uh, I was with Fidelity Investments and, and I moved into management. And um, I was with Fidelity for 10 years, and it was fantastic experience uh, as I had the opportunity to learn from some of the best leaders in the industry how to grow and manage a business. And um, it was at uh, my 10-year anniversary with Fidelity that I was recruited to do something very different. I took on the role of executive director for a nonprofit, and and for the next eight years, I I planted and built churches and uh, learned even more about building and leading an organization, this time a nonprofit. And uh, interestingly, it was actually during this time, Bill, with the nonprofit that I learned more about business owners. Uh, many of our donors at the nonprofit were business owners, and um, I began to realize and appreciate the impact a successful owner had on so many different people. Uh, so seven years ago, while still a partner at a wealth management firm, this was after the nonprofit, I uh, acted on a growing desire and vision, if you will, to to help business owners and and uh, hung out a shingle as a management consultant. It was during this period, too, that I was able to uh, uh, attain the designation of Certified Exit Planner through the Business Enterprise Institute. 
And uh, so now, yeah, I love helping business owners build value and plan for their exit, which is inevitable, uh, as the uh, founder and president of Ennis Legacy Partners. That's a great background, and it's an interesting perspective that I think that really helps uh, support your the title of today's interview, which is There is Much at Stake, Pat. Uh, tell us a little bit more about, uh, you mentioned Business Enterprise Institute and becoming a certified exit planner, and I would, I would venture to, uh, to wager that many of our listeners haven't heard or didn't know that there was such a thing as a certified exit planner. What goes into that type of a certification process? Yeah, well, that's a great question. As a matter of fact, it's funny you mention that because, you know, I wasn't aware of it either, Bill, until about a year into uh, my consulting practice. I have a board of advisors, and on the board of advisors, there's a CPA friend of mine, and um, I was explaining to him how early on I had a, a management consulting engagement, and the, it was a gentleman who owned a business, and his wife would be in meetings, and she would look at us and say, hey, you know what, I love you guys talking about building this business, but I don't want to own it eventually. And they kind of looked at me, and so I started, and I, you know, because I was a certified financial planner as well, and, and um, so I said, you know what, I can probably figure this out. And I started to put a few pieces in place. Well, we had an advisory luncheon, uh, um, and uh, I was explaining this to the CPA on our board, and uh, he said, well, you know what that is? That's called exit planning, and you can actually get a cer certification for it. I'm, act I'm doing it right now, and uh, you can do it through the Business Enterprise Institute. And, and I said, no, I didn't know that. Uh, let me, where do I sign up? And because I did have other certifications, the Certified Financial Planner designation as well as one or two others, I was able to, to enroll in the program. It's rigorous. It's rigorous. It, it's, um, and I think you, well, I know you know this, that it's rigorous because it entails not just <clears throat> personal planning issues like personal readiness issues like financial planning, estate planning, tax planning, those things in a broad sense, but also everything that you need to, to do to get a business ready to, uh, so that you can maximize the value of the business but also minimize, look for ways to minimize risk during a transfer. So it's intense, it's rigorous, and um, I learned a lot of new um, uh, information as a result of it, and I'm I'm very grateful to have that certification. Yeah, it is rigorous. Uh, I can I can attest to that. I've I've done it myself, and it's just like it's just as rigorous <clears throat> as the uh, certified financial planner, isn't it? It's just the, the the you know they they don't. This isn't a crackerjack box designation. This is something that you you go to. Uh, learn about and because you really in in your role as exit planner you're kind of like the uh, the leader uh, or the coordinator not the necessarily leader but the coordinator of the tax legal financial and operational advisory team aren't you well that's exactly what you are i mean the way we like to describe it is you know if you're going to build a building big um, office building and you've never done it before you've got the vision for the building and you might even have the cash to do it, um, 
you know you're going to need plumbers, electricians, architects, carpenters, a whole list of specialists. And so you've got a choice to make. You can either lead that project or general contract it yourself, even though you've never done that before, and you don't know a whole lot about plumbing, electricity, and so on and so forth. Or you could say to um, John, the plumbing contractor who you've known for 20 years and and play golf with every week, say, look, John, I'm going to build this building. I want you to do the plumbing, of course, but I also want you to lead the project and general contract it. And John looks at you with this glassy look in his eyes and says, what are you talking about? I, and, then he, and then he just eventually does it because you keep uh, bugging him to do it. Uh, but then downstream, the plumbing goes nuts because John was uh, focused on managing the proce- process as much as he was on the plumbing. Uh, and then, so then we say, you've got a third option, and that's to engage someone like us who, who actually acts as a project manager, who understands the plumbing, the electricity. It, you know, we, we don't have the deep expertise on plumbing, but we recognize all the gaps, and we we know how to talk to the plumber. We know how to, the plumber needs to talk to the electrician and so on and so forth. And, and yeah, you keep the project moving and uh, you design the, the project and then you help to, to lead the implementation of it. I like that analogy. It's kind of like the master, the master planner, the, the master architect of the plan is going to put all the blueprints together because if you were building that big commercial building, you certainly wouldn't expect everyone to just show up and start working. They need to. They need to have a plan to go by. And for business owners, again, it's it's complex. There's tax and legal and financial and operational strategies. And somebody, you know, if you if everybody just shows up and starts working, you're going to go crazy and broke. That's what we tell business owners. So, Pat, let's move on to to some of the the questions that we want to get into today. Uh, Let's talk about some of the things that we know. What are some of the knowns out there as it pertains to business owners and their exit from the business as we sit today? Yeah, well, Bill, I know you're aware of this report. Uh, The 2016, in 2016, the Business Enterprise Institute, which we've mentioned uh, prior in the conversation, conducted a survey of business owners and learned the following 79% 79% of the owners polled wanted to exit their business in the next 10 years. Uh, they also learned that 80% of those polled believed their eventual exit would only be successful if they had a plan in place, yet only 17% of those polled had a written plan in place. So, so we know these things. Most owners want to exit soon. They know they need a plan, and yet they don't have one. Uh, we also know that Amazing. 100% of business it? owners will stop being owners at some point. Right, <laughs> right. You're gonna you're gonna exit someday, whether it's your choice or not. Right, whether it's on your terms or not. Mm-hmm. Great, great way to put. So you know that that to me is is a fascinating study, and it just points to the fact that people don't realize how much work goes into this. Maybe it's because things were different in the past, and not, you know, not that many people in the history of the world have been entrepreneurs and sold businesses. And for a lot of people, they, they, maybe they're under the impression that, well, when that happens, I just, don't I just go visit a, a, a business broker and he lists it just like I sell my house and that's that? 
So let's let's talk about that. What's what's the myth in that thinking? Yeah, well, <laughs> there's a lot more to it, isn't there? Uh, well, first off, it, it the foundation is what are your goals and objectives as an owner, and so. You know, do you have, uh, what are your financial goals? What are your value-based goals, your legacy goals? And then which exit route is going to, to get you there? And so um, let's say, for instance, that there's a situation that we're working in with right now where the lady owns a business. She's been very successful for a couple of decades, built a really nice business, very profitable. And uh, I've met with her four or five times, really, and talked about goals and objectives. And she said, uh, one of the things she said to me was, no one's ever really asked me these kinds of questions before. So a big, a, a, a primary driver of spending much, so much time doing that is to, to start to eliminate different exit routes. So we've eliminated, in her case, uh, a sale to insiders, really, because there really isn't qualified insiders to, to buy the business. And by insiders, uh, and, Pat, you, and, mean, you mean key employees or children? Yeah, or key that employees, business, maybe right? family members. Uh, and there's not a co-owner. She's sole owner of the business. And so, you know, the, where we're getting to is she's either going to be an absentee owner and transfer the business, or estate will transfer the business when she passes away eventually, because she's involved with a whole lot of other things, and the business provides a great platform for other things she's involved in. But um, there's this piece of business continuity, if indeed that happens, how will the business continue for the next year or two uh, after she does pass away to, to, to get the value out of it for her estate that she wants to pass to her children? So, and, and the business right now is not in the shape it needs to be in to get maximum value from a third party. Uh, and that's going to take two to three years to make that happen. Uh, we've got another situation happening where it's an internal sale. Gentleman, we met with him for the first time about three and a half years ago, and he, he was thinking he'd sell to a third party, because that's the only thing he knew how to do, or he thought he could do. And um, we talked to him and helped him to understand, well, you want to sell it to your son and this key employee. What if there was a way to do that? Well, yeah, that's what I'd really like to do. We figured that out. It's going to take 10 years to make it happen. Okay, so, right, so right. It, you know, as you know, no matter what the exit route is, it's it's going to take longer to get ready for it than what you think. It always does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like traveling to a. It's like the old song, "Going to Kansas City." I might take a train. I might take a plane. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get there. Um, so, so you've you've been doing this for a while, Pat. What are some of the insights that you've gained in serving business owners uh, to plan their exits? What are some of the things that you've you've realized over your experience? Yeah, well, I think a key insight is this, Bill. Uh, business owners don't always realize what's at stake when they leave the business. Um, you and I both know that successful owners are responsible people. That's a major reason they've been successful. 
So we believe that if owners fully realize all that is at stake, they will indeed make sure they have a written plan in place, uh, that they'll be part of that 17% that has a written plan in place. And um, I think one of the things that we do in our work, and you do through this broadcast, that is most impactful is helping clients take a step back, consider all that they've accomplished through the business, how they've served their family, of course, uh, their employees and their families, vendors, suppliers, the community, the local economy, nonprofits through charitable contributions. The impact's massive. And, um, you know, the... Um, so not only are their personal goals at stake when they leave, but also the impact they have on all these different people. And the other key insight I'll give you is related to that one. Because these owners, these successful owners, are serving so many people, as you know, their lives are really busy uh, because they're serving so many people. And that makes it challenging for them to be continually aware of the big picture and the difference that they and their business are making. So, so we constantly have those two things in mind. We want to continually remind clients of the impact they're having, big picture, through their business, and continually work on our own processes and services to, so that they more align with their, their busy lives. You know, I, I heard a long time ago something relating to what you just said. You know, someday you're either going to be remembered for your planning or your lack of planning. <laughs> so oh. uh, that's the way it is. So, Pat, uh, give our listeners some action items. What actions mm -hmm. should business owners take to stay in control of their business and attain their goals? Yeah, so, so again, Bill, you, you understand how complicated exit planning can be. So one of the things that we want to work real hard at is making it, making it simple in order to get things done. And so today I've got two simple uh, suggestions or steps. First, work to clarify and establish those owner-based exit goals and objectives. This is the foundation for, for all planning, as it is with any kind of strategic planning. Um, begin with these universal goals. When do you want to exit? If you don't do that, if you don't set a time, at least preliminary, target date, you could end up on that perpetual five-year, I'm going I'm to leave in five years, perpetual merry-go-round uh, merry kind of thing. So when do you want to exit? How much money will you need once you exit or want once you exit? So often when we talk to a business owner, they don't know this. They don't know that number. Uh, so get your financial advisor, your financial planner to do a financial needs analysis to figure out how much you're going to need once, uh, want, once you exit. Third, uh, who do you want to sell or transfer the business to? Are there insiders, children? Uh, do, you want to, do you want to transfer it to the entire uh, employee and uh, all the employees through an ESOP? Uh, or do you want to sell it to a third party? Who do you want to sell it to? Those three universal goals. And then, you know, there's a long list of value-based and legacy goals to think through. Family harmony, sustaining your business culture and reputation. Uh, maybe you have philanthropic charitable goals. Basically, whatever you value and what your mission and vision for the future is, 
after the business. So first, clarify goals and objectives. Second, quantify your assets and perform a a financial gap analysis. Uh, Meaningful planning requires accurate data, and that is never more true than with uh, exit planning. So get an accurate estimate of the value of your business, get an accurate quantification of your personal assets, and then do a financial gap analysis between what you're going to want and need and what everything is valued at currently. And so then taking, just taking these couple of steps, which aren't real tough, uh, can help you in testing your assumptions, which can be faulty, and to begin exposing uh, gaps in both your personal and business readiness uh, for exit. Excellent, excellent suggestions for everyone. You know, know your goals. And you may have questions at the end of those goals, and that's where the exit planning professional comes in to help you say, you know, I think I might want my kids to take over, but I don't know if they can or not, or, or I think I might want to do an ESOP, but what is that anyways? Uh, what are my options? And that's where you get in touch with people like Pat. So, Pat, uh, on your website, you mentioned that you have a free ebook. Uh, available called uh, which business exit route should you choose so that'll help people to uh, to to start to think about some of these things maybe in more detail so they should probably go to your website and print that out uh, before they start thinking about these questions Uh, what website should they visit yeah well thank you Bill appreciate that yeah nslp.com that's e n is a Nancy n is a Nancy i s l p dot com and yeah, they can access a couple of, a, a few free things there. Two, two more significant items would be a free exit readiness assessment. It'll take like 15 minutes to complete it. Uh, they'll get a, a 12-page report in an email scoring them in four key planning categories. And um, yeah, there's the free ebook on eight different exit routes. We outline the disadvantages and the advantages of each. And so just reading through that will help help you to begin to think through goals and objectives and, you know, which one of these sounds like it, it, it could accomplish what I want to accomplish. So you're listening to this. Uh, we're done in about a minute, and the first thing you should do is go to nslp.com, E-N-N-I-S-L-P.com. Mm-hmm. Now, for those uh, old schoolers out there who say, I just want to talk to somebody, Pat, can they give you a call? And if so, what's your best number for them to reach you? Well, yeah, for the old schoolers, which I'm one of those guys. um, (laughs) Me too. (laughs) uh, 301-943-8203. And then my email address is pat at nslp.com. Perfect. So I'll repeat that for people who might not have written down fast enough, 301-943-8203. And again, I think you can tell just by listening to Pat that he's a caring individual. He's, he's served the community uh, in, in many, many capacities, and, and he's there with his knowledge to help you uh, understand and uh, perhaps navigate these uh, this, these troubled waters of exit planning. It's not as easy as it sounds, and uh, it takes a process. So when you're talking to uh, another advisor, ask them if they have a process. If not, get in touch with Pat. And Pat, thank you so much for coming on today and, and helping our listeners understand a little bit more about what it takes 
to have a successful exit. We really appreciate it, and I look forward to the next time that we get to talk. Thank you, Bill. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, though. So, Hi, everyone. It's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is, what exactly goes into a business exit plan, and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 